on today's show. Rumors, rumors, rumors flying about one two-time finals MVP Kawhi Leonard and your Dallas Mavericks. Could the claw be in Dallas next year? We'll talk about that on today's Lockdown Mavs. I'm Luka Doncic, and this is Lockdown Mavericks Podcast. Hey, hey, Dallas Mavericks are NBA champions. fun guy uh obviously i love the game of basketball i don't even know where you're sitting at like. <laughs> and welcome you are locked on to the dallas mavericks my name is nick angstead media member and coordinator for the lockdown podcast network and joining me as always my co-host contributor at mavs.com Tom, the trading titan, the one more thinking. What you got for me, Isaac Harris? It's... Can I steal the power cord to your soundboard? Now that you're in Dallas. <laughs> now you that you're you in sabotaged Dallas. it the other night. The other night it went bad right in the middle of our podcast. And I had to, if you go back a couple days ago, I think it was our Tuesday episode. You go back and you watch at a certain point, my my webcam changes. And that's because in the middle of the podcast, my cord went bad between my soundboard and the computer. And I started sounding like a robot and I had to fix it. It took me like 20 minutes to figure out what was happening. So I think it was you that sabotaged the cord. Uh, it could have been me. I played <laughs> basketball at 630 that next morning. And that mess up with your soundboard it literally we had to put like we waited for like 45 minutes as as nick fixed his stuff because okay he, hold on it was he need, 20 minutes like, he call, needed like, my my help to tell minutes. him how to do all the audio all the xlr <laughs> cables i mean i've had to train nick on how to do everything <laughs> audio wise but uh moral of the story if you guys play uh, basketball anywhere else besides 6 30 in the morning let me know because i would love to play in the <laughs> evening sometime <laughs> Would you like two out of shape men that are decent shooters to come and play with you? Play? Yes. yes. Today's episode is brought to you by Michelob Ultra. Enjoyment isn't the end game. It's the whole game. 2.6 carbs, 95 calories. It's only worth it if you enjoy it. Unlike 6 a.m. basketball, because you just do it just for the cardio. All right. On today's show, rumors, literal rumors and reports. Rumor has it. About Dallas and Kawhi. This you is need not that even- drop. You need that drop on your, on your board. It's oh, the- you're right. Yes, it's the Adele rumor has it. So we can talk about all the rumors. Instead, awesome. I have this one. Kawhi Leonard and the Dallas Mavericks. This is not even a Damien. This is not even a Damien Lillard. We're just trying to put together, piece together, string on the cork board. Like we're, this is not even a piece together. This is a report. And we'll go right to it. From Kevin O'Connor and the Ringer. Quote, Dallas is considered by some executives to be the most serious threat to land Kawhi because of Luka Doncic's presence and the front office's ability to create maximum cap space or work out a sign-in trade. During Leonard's time with Nike, he was also developed a good relationship with Nico Harrison, the Mavs' new general manager and former longtime executive at the company. Whoo! All right, let's get into it straight away. Is this smoke or is this fire? Oh, man. I mean, I think it's smoke for now. I don't... Here's the thing. Like we know Dallas would be interested. We know Dallas is going to sure. pursue it, like pursue him if he, you know, declines his player option, which a lot of people think he will. It, it just all comes down to like why would he leave? I I think that's the question of why one you can't predict anything that Kawhi Leonard does. 
But just ask your question. If you're Kawhi, why would you leave? You're in LA. You, that's your hometown. That's where you wanted to go. It's where you kind of forced yourself to go. You just made the conference finals and you weren't playing. So it's not like your team, it's not like you're a flame out. Your team's a flame out. It's like, well, we're just not good enough because there's a r- very real possibility that if he's playing, they're in the finals and heck, they could win the finals if he was fully healthy and playing. Yeah, so, but it's not, it's not like Kawhi Leonard hasn't left a finals winning team before. <laughs> true, but this is also the team that he wanted to go to. So like how many of the other teams did he really want to go to? He was drafted you know, to spur trade on draft night, drafted by the Pacers, technically, you know, traded to the Spurs on draft night. So it's like, this is a team he wanted to go to. They're a really good team. They could bring back basically the same team next year if they wanted. It, they they cater to all of his load management stuff and everything. And they're probably going to be able to offer him the most amount of money than anybody. So I'm just, and like Ty Lewis proved that he's a very good coach. So what is the reason for Kawhi to leave Outside of us, like Luca's young and it and literally like, just tore up his team, like a couple, like yeah. I just that's my only thing. Like, I don't want to be a pessimist about it, but it's like, why would Kawhi leave? Okay, so let me answer the question why would Kawhi leave? So he's year after year has now seen Paul George when he's playing next to Kawhi has has, has seemed to have, have folded, and so he's looking at this team can this team compete for a title? Do I want to stay with this team? Do I like this team? Do I enjoy this team? I don't know if I don't know if that matters to Kawhi. But does Luka Doncic give him the best ability to win over the Clippers team? A, a pair up with Luka and Kawhi is that better than what Luka what, what Kawhi has with the Clippers right now? Because Luka just took <laughs> with Kawhi's best effort, just yeah. took nobody from the Dallas Mavericks. Nobody, quote unquote. It's exaggeration, but yeah. just took that team to seven games with Kawhi. Like the one player matters a lot more than the the rest of like the collective five. And so if Luka gives him a better chance to win, then boom, all of a sudden and Kawhi doesn't have to handle the ball all the time and like literally do what Kawhi just did to try and beat the Mavericks right he had to go off he had to be the guy to hit every shot and guys were you know shrinking from the moment he wouldn't have to worry about that with Luka he'd have another guy that can actually do that and it's that would be the first time he's had that in his career yeah and so I could see if all of it was strictly about how can I get the most titles I could I could hear that out even though I think that there's a Clippers argument of saying Hey, we have a coach that's won a title. Yeah, he just right. he just had a great run as a coach. Jason Kidd won a title. <laughs> okay. I mean, as a coach. But our roster, like, just advanced so far in the playoffs. Paul George had a good playoff run. Do they have a better team than what the Mavericks have right now? Like, I think that's their, you know, that would be their selling point to him if it's all about winning. But let's just say, I think where the door, which I don't see the Clippers doing this, but would, is there a world that the Clippers look at Kawhi and say, hey, we're not going to give you the full max, full five years because you've been injury prone. There is you know, load management stuff and all of that. I don't think they, they could do that because they gave up so much to get him and Paul George together. So that's why I'm just I'm fully expecting to be back because it's a they're probably going to hand him a full five year max. And but let's just have fun with it. Let's say he wants to go to Dallas. Let's say he says, I want to pair up with Luka Doncic, Jason Kidd. I know Nico from my Nike days. I want to do this. I'm entering my thirties. Luka's so young. Two routes to this. Dallas obviously can create max cap space this summer. Some of that hinges on Josh Richardson picking up his, you know, his, his deal and all that stuff, $11 million. But let's just say 
there's let's do the non-sign and trade route first. If they want to just sign him into cap space and form their own big three with Luca, KP, and Kawhi, then that means Tim Hardaway's gone. So yeah. you have you have to. That's just something to keep in mind. You're probably looking at you know trading Josh Richardson at that point, which is you, you do all of that if you if he get, picks up the option. Exactly. Um, you do all that if you can get Kawhi Leonard. Then it's just you're just asking yourself. You're kind of your cap space is gone because it all went to Kawhi. So then you're looking at MLE. You're looking at minimum guys. You're looking at your bench being Brunson, Dorian, Dwight, Trey Burke. You still got to figure out the other two starters alongside. So if it's Luca, Kawhi, KP, then you're looking at who's starting next to them. Dorian. Dorian, probably. And Dorian then, or Maxi and KP. Yeah. And so then you figure that out. So you, you're a little bit limited as far as the pieces you can put around him. But if you can have Luca and Kawhi, that's that's a good problem to have. The question is, if the Clippers, if Kawhi says to the Clippers, I want to go to Dallas, I'm going to sign there. Do you have a situation like Kevin Durant going to Brooklyn to where they say, to where the Golden, Golden State's sitting there saying, we don't really want D'Angelo Russell, but you know what? We'll take him if we're just going to lose Kevin Durant for free or for nothing. So would the Clippers say, okay, we'll take Porzingis because we just don't, we'll take him as an asset, whatever, just because we don't want to lose Kawhi for free. Because there's still that chance of Porzingis, Paul George, Marcus Moore. I mean, like, if, if Porzingis is healthy next year, like, that's still a good team. If they did that, then you're walking into the offseason with Kawhi and Luka and the cap space still. Then you're bringing back Tim Hardaway. You still have $15 million. You could even clear up a little bit more. Heck, if you wanted to do the whole reunite Lowry and Kawhi in Dallas like they did in Toronto, you want to do DeRozan and Kawhi. You want to bring in somebody else at that like $20 million mark and make a smaller trade? You can. That's that's where you uh, start getting a little excited if you want to do the <laughs> best-case scenario. Right? That, that Kawhi, Luka, and Lowry just got me real excited. This is what this season is for. We have a month now from now until free agency you know, the draft and all that kind of stuff. This is the time to dream and think and just imagine all the possibilities and have fun with it, right? We've gone through the season and complained about all the stuff and all this stuff. This is the time to have some fun with it. And so we're going to. Kawhi Leonard on the Mavericks. Why not? Why not? Right on, right? Like Russell Westbrook right on the shoes. Why not? Why not? Well, yeah. Stop. Don't say why not. I'm saying I'm asking why not. Don't actually give the answer. Coming up, we'll get into a little bit more about Kawhi Leonard. And then we got some crazy trades to get into. Isaac has a bunch of trades. He revved up the trade machine. We're going to talk about it. But before we do, let's talk about betonline.ag. Isaac, we've been looking at this, this line that BetOnline has for a couple of weeks now. They have this line. If Joel Embiid is traded, which team will he go to next? That was the next that was the next one. We were like, uh, I don't think Joel Embiid's getting traded. They finally added the Ben Simmons. If Ben Simmons is traded next, you ready to hear the teams? Oh, I'm ready. Number one, Blazers plus 200. That one's kind of an obvious one. You do the CJ McCollum or you find People some way to get. People have tried so hard to make that Blazers thing happen. Or find some way to get Dame Lillard or something like that. Wizards plus 300. What is that? A Russ for or a Bradley, Bradley Beal for for. Simmons would make Wizards fans so miserable to have yes. Russ and Simmons at the same team. Spurs plus 400. I don't know how that one works. Jazz plus 500. Again, no clue how that one works. Is it Donovan Mitchell? Is Donovan Mitchell just frustrated with the Jazz? I don't know about that one. Thunder plus 550. That one kind of makes sense. Warriors plus 600. They have all those picks and wise men, I guess they could do that. 
Lakers plus six fifty. <laughs> that one's that one's a that's a the Rich cle- Paul step special right there. That's true. There's a clear reason for that. Cavs plus seven hundred. Rockets plus a thousand. I think the Rockets ship has sailed. I don't think they, I don't think they they turned them down for Harden. I think they're going to turn them down for whatever they got now. So there you go. If you have a good feeling about Ben Simmons, go to betonline.ag. Use the promo code LOCKDOWN. Get a 50% welcome bonus to your first deposit. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. All right, Isaac Harris, let's get into some trades. Give me some of your trades you got. Well, let's just stay with your Kawhi stuff. I mentioned this on yesterday podcast. Well, I mean, you got to like, say one more thing when you do that. <laughs> um. But it's in regards to Kawhi, like, hey, why would he not come to Dallas? Like, if he leaves and goes anywhere else besides the Clippers, Miami's the op- the obvious choice in that, right? I think Kevin O'Connor even put it in that piece that yeah, it's did. Miami, it's Dallas, that they're going to try to go after him because Miami's offer to Kawhi says, hey, we can, you know, we can sign you in the cap space and then you can join Jimmy Butler and Bam and Tyler Hero and these guys. In the East. <laughs> in the East, exactly. But there's another angle to it too, to where what if Kawhi says, okay, I, you know, Bam and them, they're great, but it'd be really nice if there was another star there because I've just been playing with Paul George. Is there another? And that's when they call up Portland and say, all right, we'll do Bam and Tyler Hero for Damian Lillard. And you have Dame and Kawhi and Jimmy. In I don't like that. Don't like it for who? For the Mavericks. <laughs> oh, no, no, I, no, no, no. I, I don't either. But I, I'm just saying, like, that's that's some just something I haven't heard about, and I guess it takes the Blazers out of it, which I don't know, whatever you consider. Yeah, it takes the Blazers out. It's just no one's really thinking about the Bam. It takes the Clippers out. That's that's very true. Do they do they hold on? To, I guess they would hold on to Paul George at that. They're point, not completely out of it, but they would. I mean, they take a step back for sure. Significant yeah. one. Yeah. Um, let's just stay on Portland. This is one. Wait, one can of, I read this one line from KOC's story? One more thing. Yeah. One more thinking. One more thing. Uh, while buying a mansion isn't a guarantee that he's planning on to re-sign long-term, multiple league executive sources say Kawhi no longer travels via helicopter from his home in San Diego <laughs> like he often did before Kobe Bryant's passing in January 2020. <laughs> so, yeah. No more helicopter ride. No more helicopter ride. What does that mean? Ooh. Coming up, I'm going to tell you why Kawhi Leonard no longer traveling in his helicopter means he's on his way out. From the Clippers. <laughs> Tell you why. Helicopter from Frisco works. Would he live in Frisco? Frisco? No. no. <laughs> Where would Kawhi live if he moved to Dallas? I mean. Let's, let's get real Dallas centric here. Preston Hollow. <laughs> Total Creek. Honestly, Probably. I feel like he would just live in the, one of those apartments across from the AAC. And just like... <laughs> or he'd just be up in like Prosper or something like that. Just away from the city and. Isn't there like a whole bunch of unused building in that in the Mavericks like practice facility? Could they just cu- make an apartment for him in there? <laughs> he just lives there. That's Kawhi's place. <laughs> uh, let's just stay on Portland for a second. If you're Dallas, and let's just say they entertain the Porzingis thing this offseason, would uh, would you trade uh, Porzingis for Covington, Nurkic, and Derek Jones Jr.? Let's bring it to me again. If you're Dallas and you're entertaining trading Chris Porzingis this offseason, yeah. yeah. And Portland's setting back saying, we don't want to trade Dame. We okay. like, you know, we don't want to split up Dame and CJ. We think they're fine together. But you know what? We have to take a swing at something. Is there a package outside of those two that could get them Porzingis and say, we'll swing for it with a big three of Dame, CJ, and KP? 
Translator for Dallas, would you take Covington, Nurkic, and Derek Jones Jr. for KP? Ooh, Covington, Nurkic, and K- and Derek Jones Jr. for KP. All three of them expiring contracts. Right. Uh, Covington, Derek Jones Jr., and Nurkic was the last one? Yeah. I think I would do that if I'm the Mavs. Man. It's interesting, you get, isn't it? You got me on that one. It's very interesting. I've I've thought about it a lot because there's the cap space angle too, to where even if it doesn't work out, then your all of it comes off your books. There's the trade asset part of it to where if you get to the deadline and you're sitting there, you're on all these expiring contracts. And then there's also a really good possibility they're a better team with those three guys. Yeah, because at least some of those guys would play like maybe all of those guys would play would have played in that Clippers series. Yeah, I think they all would play. Now n- None of those three are like has like the ceiling as as KP. So I'm just saying if they reach that point going to the offseason to where they're saying, hey, yeah, we do. We do want to you know make some type of move with that. That's just something that I thought about because you it's not just I think you'd have to with KP's contract, you'd have to find a good team besides the bad teams. And besides the angle of a lot of people are saying, oh, you'd have to dump the contract and all that stuff. I don't, I don't think I'm fully there. But is there a good team or a fringe team like Portland that would swing for it and say, all right, let's we need to make a win now, like swing for it type of move? I don't know if KP would like that because I don't know if he'd be getting uh, more shots uh, with that backcourt. <laughs> but uh, anyway, it's just something that made me think about it. Can I give you um, some Carl Anthony Towns trades? I think with the injury luck of Zach Collins, I don't know if KP should go there. <laughs> I don't know if that's contagious or not. Man, I like Collins too. I, Collins, I man, he cannot stay off the IR yeah. or whatever you want to call it. Mavericks yeah, really the, like Collins too. Right? Yeah. I, I can just hear it in the, in the chat right now. Half the people are saying, absolutely not. Don't trade KP for that package. That's terrible. And then the other half going, Man, that's like a pretty good package. Like I take that. I was expecting getting him for nothing, like trading him for nothing and all that. Don't don't put that on a graphic or anything for, for Twitter. <laughs> KP for Nurkic Covington and DJJ. Who says no? KP likes it and then he gets traded a day later. That'd be our luck doing it, uh, doing that twice. Carl Anthony Towns. If you're Toronto, Siakam in four. Ooh. Does Minnesota say no? Siakam in four. So who are you getting? With, who are you getting at four? Jalen Suggs. Unless you're a really, really believer in D'Angelo Russell. That's an interesting one. Unless one of, you know, unless Green falls. And that, that's what, you know, and you're like, hey, Green <laughs> Green and Anthony Edwards. Uh, I was talking to Sharks uh, today and I was like, hey, I haven't watched a ton of uh, Jalen Green. What's the difference between Green and Anthony Edwards? And he was filling me in on all that. Somebody, Sharks loves Evan, you know, Mobley. And I love hearing him talk about Mobley and, and Kate Cunningham and those guys. But I was just I, I was looking at potential towns destinations and Toronto seems like one of those teams to where they can either like bottom out or they can make a, a, a bigger swing type of move. See, Hawkins being attached to those Golden State rumors right now. And that's yeah. more of like a bottoming out type of move, getting Wiseman in those picks. Those picks. But like, what if they go the other route and say, Siakam and four for Towns, and then they try to bring Lowry back, and it's like Van Vliet and Lowry and Towns and OG, and like let's do this, you know, again with Nick Nurse. If I if I'm the Raptors, I think value wise that's a good deal, but I also think that 
I would need to do some intel on Carl Anthony Towns, right? Like yeah. I would need to know what's all the Jimmy Butler stuff. What what, what was the practice? Was the practice stuff where he freaked out and all that? Was that all about Andrew Wiggins? Was some of it about Towns? It has to be, right? So I would want to do some of that. But talent wise, like that dude is incredibly talented, and yeah, him plus OG at the four plus you know Van Vliet and Kyle Lowry if he can come back. Like man, that's a team right there. Gary Trent Jr. Trent Jr., yeah, off the bench or wherever, and they get one more, like, four-type guy. Yeah. Yeah. And then you're in Minnesota, and you say, you know, the whole thing with Minnesota is you have Anthony Edwards now, so where does Towns fit in? Like, how, where is his mindset right now? That's the biggest thing. And he has He's an extremely talented big man, but if they want to go younger and kind of reset that around the Edwards timeline, then you bring in whoever it is at four, and you still have Siakam, which you can still be a decent team. Yeah, that one's interesting. I kind of like that one. So, yeah, there you go. There's a Mavs trade, and then there's a Towns-Raptors trade that we think could happen. I have uh, a couple more Towns tra- trades to talk about in the third segment. But. Coming up, let's get into some more Towns trades. Let's see where we can send him. Get him out of the get him out of the West. Send him somewhere else. We'll talk about that. But before we do, let's talk about Built Bar. Built Bar is a protein bar that tastes like a candy bar. They're delicious. They're good for you. Nine delicious flavors right now. I just ordered a new box, and... That's how you know we like them because I ordered a box even though they're not coming to me free as much as they were. So uh, go get them. Mint brownies, always solid. The the fruit ones are solid too. Cherry barcia, raspberry. I'm trying the strawberry. I'm going to see if that one's going to be pretty good. So I'll give you a report when that box comes probably today, Friday, if you guys are listening and watching this. Go get that right now. You can go still buy some strawberry bars if you want to try it. 140 calories, only 2.5 grams of fat, 17 grams of protein, only Five grams of sugar in a bar that's essentially a candy bar covered in 100% chocolate. They're great. They're pretty good for you. Go check them out. Go get a box of them. Go to BuiltBar.com. And you can use our promo code LOCKED15 to get 15% off your first or your next order with Built Bar. LOCKED15 is the promo code. BuiltBar.com is the website. Built Bar is the bar. All right, Isaac Harris, let's get into some more trades. You got some more Towns trades. Give them to me. Uh, would the Golden State package be enough to get Carl Anthony Towns? Golden State package of it's it's Wiseman, Wiggins probably back. Wiggins back, <laughs> seven and fourteen, right? Yeah. Man, what does that do for Minnesota? So then, what if you're Minnesota? You're thinking, all right, we're going to retool around Wiseman and Edwards. We don't think that this Russell thing is. Well, we're not sure if this Russell thing is going to work out, but. We're retooling. We're setting our timeline back because Towns is what, like 25? And Anthony Edwards just turned 20 or something like that. So, like, their timelines are not necessarily on the same playing field right now. So, yeah, you set set that back. If I'm the the Warriors, 100%, right? Like, I do that 10 days out of 11 or 10 days, 11 days out of 10 or whatever you want to say. Heck, yeah, I would do that trade. Like, that trade would put us back on the map for sure. Towns next to Draymond? Come on. That's that's a front court right there. Mm-hmm. If he couldn't handle Jimmy, Draymond might eat him alive. Again, I would want to do some intel, right? <laughs> like you'd want to do. Maybe that's why some of these trades aren't happening. But if you're Minnesota, though, you just hit the reset button again. New ownership. A-Rod's coming in like, all right, I'm, I'm ready to reset again. I'm ready to rebuild. <laughs> yeah, this is this is obviously if if something comes out over the next month or so and it's like Towns like, man, I just I don't know if I want to be there. And yeah, right. So then everybody's like crafting up their Towns trades, just like people have been doing with Damian Lillard. That's why I, I was doing Towns because everyone's wanting to do Damian Lillard right now. I'm like, let's talk about somebody else. Here's one out of left field. 
What if Memphis says we want to pair you with John Morant? Jaron Jackson Jr., Winslow, Valanchunas, and Picks for Towns. But Damn. it's basically it's basically Jaron Jackson Jr. who just turned 21. Jaron Jackson Jr. and like three first for Towns. And now you have John Morant and Carl Anthony Towns and Dylan Brooks and Kyle Anderson, my bestie, and Desmond <laughs> Bain. And like just take that roster and look at everybody who played and fought really hard in the playoffs and add Towns in there instead of Jaron Jackson Jr. What does John Morant and Towns do in the West? Yeah, I mean, he can do all the stuff Jonas Valanciunas did, right? Like, he he fills that hole for sure. And so, all of a sudden, if you're filling in Towns with... Man, yeah, that would be a good trade for the for the Grizzlies for sure. Again, you're going to the, the Timberwolves side. Why would they do that? Well, yeah, it's the whole reset thing. Because, you know, Jan Jackson Jr. is right around the same age as Anthony Edwards. If you believe in him like a lot of other people believe in him... If you're Memphis saying, okay, it's going to take a little bit longer for Jaron Jackson, but John Morant's kind of... He's, he's there already. He's there, kind of like the Luka thing, and you want to start going for it right now, then I think that's the thing. If you're Minnesota, you get three first and a younger Jaron Jackson Jr. Yeah, and if you're looking on YouTube, I have their cap sheet pulled up, and John Morant, he is not far behind this Luka extension thing. We're talking about for, for the Mavericks. This offseason is the one where the Mavericks have to spend and have to fill that you know, that, that cap space that they have, because then Luca's going to get that deal and it's going to kick in pretty soon. So, uh, this is, this is, we're a year removed from that for the Grizzlies, right? Like yeah, they have for sure. John Morant on for this year, next year. And then he's going to be going to get that huge deal the year after that. All right. Last towns one. And then I got one, uh, massive one for you at the end. How, like, what's the ceiling you have for Deandre Ayton right now? Man, I listened. So I listened to Simmons and Rosillo on on him this week, and Simmons was talking about him like he was Hakeem. No, like, all right, no, let's get it. No, no. Let's calm down on. on I'm happy for him. Like, he's been good, and yeah, I'm, he's been solid. Yes. He's been good. He's done good things, but like it's top not thirty like player. He's, no, he's not playing against. I mean, like Rudy Gobert or you know, anybody like that, right? Like he's playing against Zubots and this Clippers team, and he played against what Jokic the the round before that, and then he played against. The he, he did. He did good against Jokic, though. I, I give him a lot of credit. Like, yeah, but I mean, Jokic isn't that great of a defensive center. Is kind of what I'm, what I'm coming out there. He's he's pretty good, but he's not. But I thought he played decent defense on Jokic, and I, I've been really impressed with Aiden. And that's why I bring it up of saying I think Aiden's value right now is so high. And we see Chris Paul the other night. He's about to get a bag. Like, all, yeah, right, right. Everybody's talking about DeAndre Aiden. Is this the time Phoenix should sell high and say? <laughs> all right like you're we're gonna have to pay you and do, would they turn around and say we'll ship you off for devin booker's one of his best friends and carl anthony towns, towns. <laughs> and then you know minnesota's taking the younger ayton younger timeline to go with you know anthony edwards and because phoenix is in this weird spot too that like we've seen the impact of chris paul but like Chris Paul is going to fall off really soon. I mean, over the how, next, how, I mean, when though? Yeah. But it, like that's that it's only going to go for so long. And these guys are super young. So I mean, they have, a, the thing is he's at a, such a high level right now. It's not just going to fall off completely. And what if, okay. So if he falls uh, off in, if he falls off in two years, that's the end. Like that's the end of a contract. Like so much can happen in two years. So I think you just keep it until it runs its course. I'm not banking on that. Chris Paul in two years. Like, no, but but then you're you're hoping then that Aiton's development and Booker's development and that what Chris this experience that Chris Paul is bringing these guys that boom and then Bridges develops and 
campaign becomes an all-star and like all that kind of stuff. Like you just start talking about, about that. And then like, you're hoping that that supplements Chris Paul's decline. Yeah. True. Yeah. You didn't bat. I I said Cameron Payne will make an all-star. You didn't even bat an eye. Like what has happened to you? I was thinking about the roster. What's happened to your campaign slander that you can't even take my campaign joke. What? It just all goes that like, what's your ceiling of DeAndre Ayton? If you think he is yeah, David like, David Robinson 2.0, <laughs> <what Simmons said. laughs> uh, or if you know you think he's a serviceable big in the league, yeah, that, you know is is really good. But that that's the whole thing. Is he already past Towns for some people? I don't think so. I think Towns is better than him. But well, offensively, obviously, but defensively, yeah, Ayton's yeah. way better than him. Yeah, for sure. Okay, my last one: the Zion stuff in New Orleans. And how true is it? All of that we don't know. But if New Orleans has intel with Zion that like he really is unhappy, and they have a little bit of questions behind the scenes about like uh, his family, in- his injury, <laughs> like will his injury stuff, like how, like is that going to be an issue moving forward? Would they call Detroit up and say Cade for Zion? Would they reset it? Man, Cade for Zion is like. Would they reset it? What would Koo say? Would Koo trade <laughs> Kate, Kate Cunningham for Zion right now in New Orleans? So New Orleans, the part of that is he's you, he's probably sleeping right now. I was gonna DM him and just see if we can get him. I'll 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 try it for New Orleans. You're saying all right, we're backing out of the like it would be an insane type of trade, but you reset right. You're three years into the Zion experience. You there's the Andre stuff. If he's really unhappy and all of that, you reset with Kate. And would you say Kate's a better fit with Brandon Ingram? I think so. Yeah, I mean, he's a better shooter. So, yeah, I mean. Yeah, playmaker and stuff too. So, I mean, and if you're Detroit, you're sitting there saying, we're getting Zion. Yeah, you're, right. You're getting this like super marketable, like crazy star. And you're saying Zion my thing is like, would it take more than Cade to get Zion? Like, would it be Cade yeah, who, and Kill- who's Killian? More, who's more? Who's more valuable? Yeah, would it be Cade and Killian? Would it be like, would they had to put a pick with that? I just don't know. Like, and that's I, that's why my mind has just been like going everywhere with that. Of how fun would that be? It's not like they they could field like a better team in Detroit, but the coup write you back. <laughs> <laughs> I started getting the three dots. I said, I said, if, if New Orleans had said Zion for Cade, what would you say? He said, why are you doing this to me? Koo is the, if you didn't know, Koo is the host of Lockdown Pistons. He's been on this podcast uh, before. And uh, yeah, he's a great host for Lockdown Pistons. But anyway, this is just where my mind goes. I was literally in the car with Charks today and I was throwing out trades at him. And he looks at me and he goes, you are the trade machine, like master dude. Like you love <laughs> trades. And I'm like, honestly, I do. This is what I do yeah. at night. And, uh, this is what I have fun. I love doing random pods. Somebody will be in the comments right now saying, this is locked on maps. Why are you talking about all these other teams? Oh, come on. Never it's fails. NBA, Never no, fails. Who cares? Come on. We've talked, we talked maps five days a week. Like we just did a whole, we did like, I don't know what, 15 minutes on the maps today already. Yes. And guys, if you're going to go and try Oh, Koo says, I have to assume you must say yes. This is this is your next locked on poll. I just gave it to you. <laughs> Zion for Cade. Who would do, who would do it? Who says no? Pistons. Are, there you go. All right, there you go. That's fake trades. Kawhi Leonard coming to the maps. Confirmed, guys. Thanks so much for listening to Locked On Maps. He's up.
Boom. Yourself, and what would you like people to know about you? I'm a fun guy. Uh, obviously, I love the game of basketball. Um, I mean, it's just more question you have to ask me um, in order for me to tell you about myself. I just can't give you a whole spiel. <laughs> I don't even know where you're sitting at. <laughs> <laughs> He's right there. Yeah, the glasses. There you go. All right. Yeah. <laughs>